Hello, welcome back to Truck Stop Murder. If you're a returning listener, if it's your first time listening to this episode, this show, thank you for trying me out. Let me explain to you a little bit what I'm do here, what I do here, besides being a mush mouth and tongue twister. I am a truck driver, older road truck driver for Prima Express, and I travel out the country and I stay at a lot of truck stops. That's where my life bases around pretty much where I stay at for the, my 10 hour break. So I talk about this truck stop I stay at, as in the parking, how many parking spots at the time of recording, how many's left, what there to eat, reviews of it, and different things. And then I find a look for a murder to happen around it within I tried if I could find one in the town that's great if I could find one in the, the city where it's at fine but I try to stay within 50 miles of the, the truck stop I'm at so and I would talk about murder and I talk about that and I might put a joke but I never make fun of the victims always the perpetrator or the police or just different things around that so just to let you know about my cheesy jokes. I'm not the, a comedian, but I do try. So if you do like that, yep, if you do like that, please enjoy the show. So here we go. This week's episode brings you from brings me out of last week. It was in comp was in. I just did it and I forgot. Now well, two weeks ago, I'm in putting these out every two weeks lately. So that's good. But I'm sure I'm going to try every week. But it's been just so busy, and I'm eventually planning on doing a little 30-minute shorts about where I'm at and a little local information about, like, local news from where I'm at, different cases. It might not all be murder. It might be anything, but who knows? You have to listen to find out. Also, before I forget, I'll say also remind you at the end, I do have a Patreon. So if you want to throw me a few bucks at Truck Stop Murder on Patreon, or if you don't want to pay the monthly thing at the... Tongue tied again. Levels go from one dollar to ten dollars, from shout outs to case requests. Also, if you don't want to get with that monthly thing, you could also PayPal me at truckstopmurder gmail, and that'd be greatly appreciated. But I'll say that at the end too. I just wanted to put that out for my returning listeners who did not know that. So if they appreciate what I'm doing and want me to upgrade my equipment, better my equipment like that, throw me a dollar. I'll be happy. They add up. But anyhow, enough of that. Let's talk about where I was at on what day was I at. But I was in Denver, Colorado. The the place I'm about to talk about was not actually in Denver. Let's see if I wrote the date down. I think I did. No, I did not. Oh, well. But it, the, the place, I, it's De Denver, Colorado, but it's actually Commerce City where it's at. It's a TA truck stop. And this place is ridiculous. I never, this is a place I usually go when I have loads around Denver. Because once, there's really not, I mean, there's places way out. But if I have local ones in Denver, I like to stop here. But it pays, it's like $20 to park. And, I mean, they do have some free spots. But for the most part, it's like 80% reserve. So let's talk about this TA. It's in Converse City. It's address is 5101 Quebec Street, Commerce City, Colorado. It's on I-70 and slash 270, exit 278, Quebec Street. Like I said, the majority of it, like most TAs, is 
pretty much all. There's like 224 parking spots, but I guarantee you, I bet you, shit, 200 of them are reserved. I'm making that number up. I don't know how many actual reserve spots there are there, but I know pretty much the whole... It used to be like half, but recently I guess they decided they want to make some more money on this parking spot, you know, with reserve parking. So now it's about, it's just, like I said, 224. There's probably, I would guess, I would almost guess 200 spots. I don't know. I'm going to look that up. Actually, I'll post a picture on it on my social media and then I'll actually count the spots that's actually free for my memory. But overnight parking course, they have 10 showers, 18 amp scales wi-fi and people is as of right now it says lots of spots 56 minutes ago but that don't really mean these spots are actually available because they might be just looking at the empty slots where people call ahead and reserve these spots so they might be accounted for but according to truckers path which i'm looking this information up right now as of right now i'm central 4:30, so there's 3:30, i believe yeah 3:30. there's still lots of spots but they're probably pay parking. All the free ones are probably gone by now. So, there's that website. And But people are not liking this. It has a two, unlike my last place I went to in Grand you know, Grand Junction where they liked that pilot. The people are not thrilled with this. Now, there's a, a Saps Brother across the highway. I never stopped that, which maybe I need to do. You stop there from now on. But it just seems like it was a smaller. I think I'll just go ahead and pay the 20 bucks and park here. There's a pilot somewhere, but that's all. It's really hard. Major cities, if you're a truck driver, you know a lot of major cities is really hard unless you pay to get parking. But 2.5 review for overall. And I am not going to read pretty much all the reviews. There's because they're all pretty much say the same thing. About you know, 80% reserved parking. Look, some people actually park on the road, right? That's right there. You know, twenty dollars parking. You know, the rest of them. Oh, here is one that states. This is actually a three star. Out of two hundred twenty nine spots, two hundred of them are reserved spaces for twenty dollars a night. Other than that, it's a great truck stop. Nope, it's a truck stop. That's all I gotta say. They have to have armed guards there. One star, nasty. Not too. It's not a very good truck stop. That's all I got to say. One person reviewed. And some of these names is crazy. This is R1H20KAHVM, whatever that means. Their one star 27 days ago said white people can't drive. Okay, what does that got to do with the truck stop? I don't know. And here's somebody who, let's see what this, what is pretty much bitching about the parking. I actually left a picture of her on, on here. Acting like she's all grossed out. Looking at her, I'm grossed out. Ugh. Anyhow, restaurants, if you want to eat something while you're there, it says TA Truck Stop, which I, one star, which I don't, it says traditional cafe food, like the um, Iron Skillet Thai food. Then inside the restaurant, there's a Burger King, Louisiana Kitchen. Then right, there's a liquor store they have on their restaurants. By the way, even Burger King and Popeye's is two stars. The liquor store, three and a half, they don't sell food there. Then within, these are all within a quarter mile. El, there's a restaurant, Mexican restaurant, El Coco Palita. That's right there too. A subway. Well, now I'm going to half mile. Sub, I think subway's over there by Sap Brothers. But really not much to eat. If you want, unless you want to drink. But for your pot smokers who like to smoke weed, 
of course, you know, Denver is legal marijuana. So there's three dispensaries that's within walking distance of that. Now, I may, I may not, I won't say, but may indulge in these things. Not for me or go in there and check them out for my wife. But I did walk into them. i tell you what, it is an experience. If you've never been to a dispensary, you find yourself in Colorado, just go there. Just like just experience because it's crazy how you could go a lot of states is still legal which i think is crazy how product can be illegal in some states like cannabis but illegal i could buy right there in colorado and head north on um, 78 and as soon as i get in nebraska that stuff i just bought legally in colorado is now illegal and i could go to jail but just go in the whole place smells amazingly good check it out okay now on to the crazy case that I found there at Denver. Now it's not like a really big case, really. I tried to cover, you know, unwell, you know, not really known cases aren't like nothing big. And there's really not much to the story, but once I start telling you and tell you what happened and what was everything about it, you'd be like, yeah, it's just a very interesting case. This girl was crazy. But her name is Amber Lee. Torres so I'm not going to tell you the characteristics of it but she was born let me see what day she was born November 5th 1984 so this all happened in 2004 so she was 19 years old when this happened so what does she do what's going on with her so let's get to March 28th 2004 and Mr. the house of Mr. John Hamm, 55 years old at the time, he was the founder of the Colorado Free University. And let's talk about, oh, he was right there at the Hilltop Apartment, 700 block of Elm Street. So, what is this free? And I looked, had to look it up because I was curious myself. Free, I thought it was like for everybody goes to free. But I guess it's kind of, it's a cheap college, but it's not, you don't have to go through certain courses. But if you go to... And I'll remember, I know last week, well, not last week, but my last episode, I said I was going to put some stuff down on the links. And I for, failed to do so, so shame on me. This time, I will try to remember put some of these links in, the, in my show notes. But what is CSFU, Colorado Free University? Colorado Free University, University is a lifelong learning Center offering a wide array of skill-based and enchantment courses, which enrichment courses, more of a learning network than a traditional school. CFU draws its teachers from the community, and all teachers are independent contractors. Classes are designed for busy adults who want to be get useful information and new skills without having to commit a great amount of time. So it's just small things. Whatever your goal is, upgrading skills for work, testing for a new career, developing a new untapped talent, or just meeting new people while exploring a topic of interest, CFU offers something that will fit. Colorado Free University has old roots, but new app. Uh, tongue tied. Let me start that again. California. Cal- I almost say California. Colorado Free University has. Old roots, but new applications. The Free University originally grew of the free speech movement of the 1970s with a mission to make education more 
eligible obligate e g a l i t a r i i i'm sorry i think i'm trying to rush through and that's the issue <laughs> problem the free is free university comes from the belief that there should not be banners of learning and, and sharing knowledge and the students should have the freedom to choose what they want to learn the free university of denver denver free university opened in 1969 and ran until 1986 in the 70s and 80s there was many free universities around so in 1987 after denver free university folded so i guess they're no longer in business according to this john han and that's the man we're going to talk about founded free university unless i which i should have looked that up because the website it still acts like it's active for any need program a person might have someone else in the community has an answer to or solution so there's what it is but like i said the, yeah it's, it's still open october 6th this website was updated october 6 2020 so let's see where's my right here Let's see what happened to Mr. John Hand. So, uh, around 1 o'clock in the morning at his apartment, like I said, Hilltop Apartment on 700 block of Elm Street, the landlord heard, you know, heard a lot of commotion and screaming and hollering going on to his apartment. So, he was, uh, while he was making, you don't say he or she, just says the landlord, was making his way up there, he heard, heard him scream, Mr. Ham scream that she's trying to kill me. So he's like, oh, nope, nope. The landlord started climbing, like I said, heard the shouting that someone was trying to kill him. So the landlord turned around, made a quick 180, and went back and called the police. Called 911 right away, did not want no part of it. So when the police arrived, they found Han alone on the floor, suffering from a stab wound. Ham was, Han, Ham, Han was transported to Denver Health Medical Center, where he was later pronounced dead. So investigators did not have no one at the they didn't know who it was or nothing, but they did find like blood prints, you know, like a trail of blood leaving the facility. Like if somebody had cut himself, come to find he got stabbed over 30 times. Well, he was stabbed 30 times. Yeah, I forgot. Friends describe Han as a a gentle yet passionate person who wanted to challenge people to grow personally in power communities connect so he was a real person in society and no one could figure out who'd want to do this to him his, his community-based school for adults opened like i said in 87 but and no one could have said anything bad about him so they, didn't, they couldn't figure out who did this so there you have mr jen 30 stabs with no the only thing they have his place was a mess was a trail of blood leaving the place so that's all they had right there Okay, now the following day, they still don't know what happened to Mr. Han. So the following day, around, then well, I don't have the time, but about 2:45 in front of a apartment building on 18th and Guilty Police was called for an argument. People heard a lot of fighting and screaming going on, so they called 911 to the apartment of Mr. Masfin Guscom, a taxi cab driver. And when they got there, they didn't find in her or anybody. What they did find is Mr. Guscam was found. So let me see, police from there stabbing, 245, like I said. 
police were, while they were applying the 911 call fight between they found the Freedom Cab driver lying on the pavement with numerous stab wounds. The man was rushed to the Denver Health Medical Center where, of course, like Mr. Han, he had died. But unlike last time, they were able to investigate like a lot of cameras. Talking about cameras, I watch a show right now and they talk about, I forgot, Evil Eye, I think it's called. It's on the ID channel where they talk about how with cameras and everything, cameras are everywhere. I can't see how anybody will get away with any kind of murders or anything with the amount of cameras. So let's take a break from this real quick. I, wanted, I was talking to my wife. My wife's the one, Desra. She got me in all these true crimes, but she's into like a little, a lot of mystery, you know, unsolved crimes and missing people. And f- listen to me for a second. Uh, let's get out of Denver and let's take go to Delphi, Indiana. Of course, if anybody listens to true crime, knows about the two girls. They came up missing. I don't have their names right now in front of me, but they they and they found their body underneath the bridge. And I told her, I said, with the amount of cameras, not her, but my wife Desra. With the amount of cameras, it seems like they should do like a Google Earth of the place where they found the bodies and see if there's any kind of entryways to these like paths or stuff like that, you know, leading to where this bridge might be at and maybe look at the locations of these entry like paths and see if there's any cameras around there and see if they find a guy that looks like him coming out or in and see if he goes into a car or something. It's just a thought. So back into Denver. And so they start investigating all the cameras, and there they find a girl running away from it with what looked like a, be a bandage where she had recently also used the ATM machine and used Mr. Hand's identification with his debit card. So now they figured that out so they know. And this was after they already found, you know, found the body. Nine one was called on that. So they know it wasn't him because that he is deceased. So they, they're pretty sure they have their suspect right here. Also, she had like where, remember I told you about how there was a trail of blood that left his house, Mr. Han's house? Well, she had her hand wrapped. So, nope, for people who want to, hopefully none of my listeners wants to stab somebody to death, go ahead and get a Rambo knife. It has a blocker. So many people, there. that's how they get busted. They use a standard kitchen knife. What happens with the blood gets slippery, your hand slip, and now you cut your hand. And that's what this individual did and like I said since I already told you who I'm talking about Mrs. Amber Torres she was also seen fleeing from the scene so they quickly got her they did some tests and ran some tests and sure as shit her blood matches the blood at Mr. Hands out the trail blood they got her fingerprints and all kinds of stuff all over the taxi cab driver so yep she is definitely busted so let's take a pause in action real quick. Talk about what I what I started doing. It's called Celebrity Famous People from the area. The last couple of episodes I did at the beginning, but I failed. To, I forgot to do it at the beginning. I'm not going to go back and edit it in, so I'm just going to do it now. Take a little break from it. But let's talk about who came from this. Den- Probably a lot of people came from Denver. But the pe- person that I found is Mr. Toolman Taylor. I believe, yes. Mr. Tim Allen was born here, right here in Denver. No, I'm, well, actually, where I'm recording today is at my yard in Joliet, Illinois, Prima Express Yard. So I'm doing a reset, which is 34 hours off, so I can get a full 70. So it's like taking a weekend off. 
But yeah, he was born June 13th, 1953 in Denver. Known professionally as Tim Allen was Tim the Allen Dick was his born birth name. Known professionally as Tim Allen, he's an American actor. If you don't, I don't know if if you don't know who Tim Allen is, you've been living under the rock all these years. Because I know he came out a lot of his shows like in the 90s and whatnot. For but let's move on. American actor and comedian, he is also known for playing Tim the Tool Man Taylor on ABC sitcom Home Improvement that ran from 91 and 99. And Mac ba- Max Baxter on ABC's Fox sitcom Last Man Standing, 2011, still there. Of course, he was the voice of Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story franchise and played Scott Calvin on Santa Claus in the Santa Claus film trilogy, 294-2006. Other films include The Richer Poorer, Jungle to Jungle, Galaxy of Quest, Big Trouble, Christmas with the Cranks, the Shaggy Dog, Wild Hogs, Red Belt, and Crazy on the outside. He probably has all kinds of other stuff, but I'm not going to try to dedicate the whole show to Tim Allen. <laughs> That's just whole line. But there you go. That's the person that I found from Denver. And I'll probably find other ones. There's a couple of truck stops. So I'll probably be, my company does go to Denver a lot. Well, actually, Loveland, right north of there. And my next case, when I do come through here, which I've been trying to record my episodes as I hit them, so it kind of makes it a little difficult. So next week, I'll be in Ohio, Iowa, actually, because that's the way my route took me. So, excuse me. Now, back to Mr. Mrs. Torres. So they had arrested her, and they're trying to figure out what is going on. What did, what's going on? She goes... Let me tell you something. I have to come clear with you. I'm on a mission. I need to. She goes. She believed that there were these people were traitors and needed to be killed. She believed that it was her duty to get rid of these people and the world would be a better place. So let's talk more about that. And Taurus felt that she was on a mission. She said she believed, like I said, a better place. Of course, being analyzed, the doctor said she had a man- that this is what Taurus told the doctor. She had a mandate from the government to recruit a global army of 700 assassins for her Shadow Angel Industries, a group that would kill enemies of the government, particularly, ro- particularly robbers, rapists, prostitutes, and their patrons, which these two guys that she killed had nothing to do with it. You know, there's nothing about you. She really believed that she was a trained assassin from the army. Keep in mind, she was also 19 years old, so she was definitely crazy. She understood the mainstream society would not perceive her act as wrong, so she felt that it was a higher calling that she had to do. So right away, they're like, uh um, she, she's already trying to get the insane claim that she was insane. So even through this, so she just, the whole time she was trying to plead guilty, just guilty, try to race through the trial, did not want no jury trial, wanted a straight judge. But her defense was like, no, let's look, let's, let's go through all the steps first. Let's talk to some psychiatrists and whatnot to just figure out what's going on with you, what's going on in your head, why you think you're this trained assassin. So Taurus had been diagnosed with mental illness, mental illnesses since the age 14 had begun. The craft her delusional shadow. That's about the time when she started it. 
her conditions worsened after she was brutally attacked by her ex-boyfriend age 15, so four years prior to that, whom she believed was not properly punished. She, she posted traumatic, she said she had traumatic stress disorder because of this. He actually had cut her throat and through her police, you, you can actually still see it. I have not looked for it, but she, like I said, where the, the person tried to slice her throat, but he, she, he did rape her. So this was a big factor about that. But yep, Miss Train Assassin. Okay, so on to the trial. So she was charged for fatally stabbing the two men in 2004. So she was charged with first-degree murder and stabbing death of the 55-year-old John Hands on March 28, 2004, and Denver cab driver Masfin Gassan. The next day, he was 45, which was stabbed 39 times. So there's really a lot of anger in it. As I said, Hand was stabbed 30 times. Founder of the Alternative Colorado Free Universe was stabbed 30 times. Torres had repeatedly tried to plead guilty to killings like it, but Denver District Judge John Christina Habis Habis rejected Torres' request for an entire plea of not guilty by reason of insanity. Like I said, the trial was scheduled for two days, but was unable. Excuse me. That's rude of me. Complete testimony money. During the testimony, Denver Police Detective Sean Webster gave a gory description of the crime scene at the ends of hand. There was obvious signs of struggle, he said. There was lots of blood. There was blood in the living room near the couch and a lot of blood in the work area. Two psychiatrists have determined that Torres was insane at the time of killing. But one doctor, Karen Faktuki, said that while Torres might have been insane while the, during the killing, Torres was sane when Hand was robbed. Just moments you know, after he was so she stabbed after his death. So right he she was like a crazy stabber then after the stab murder She became sane, which to me don't make no sense if you make sense out of that I guess just the adrenaline So earlier in the day defense attorney Holly made a brief statement asking For I keep on see the habits is the court name. I'll keep saying you know the habits corpus, but it's not that <laughs> found not guilty for a reason saying so they're trying to really push this insane thing that she was crazy not her right mind which you know sounds like it but then again it could have been a tired tale because it takes a lot to get off insanity so webster testified has pronounced dead soon after police responded of course both guys surveillance camera at the gas station showed towards you know allergy used hank's credit card showed something white wrapped around her fingers that detectives testified towards told investigators she was injured while stabbing him so she's telling them she did this but like i said she said she had to do this because the government told her she had to so webster also testified about detectives the next day responding to the east 18th avenue on Glimpse street where gisham was found dead the taxi driver so in prior court hearings dr mark diamond chief of psychiatrist at colorado mental health institute testified that taurus was a schizophrenic has a bipolar orientation which makes her manic and difficult to control and has antisocial borderline disorder. He also testified about, like I said earlier, the Torres at the age of 15 was attacked by a man with her boyfriend held a knife to her throat and cut it, not really severely. But that was also at the age of 18. She was also knocked out by a date rape jug. So she was definitely not had a good growing up for sure. Had a good growing up. I searched on a hillbilly there, didn't I? 
not a good um, teenage year. So on to the trial. So like I said, defense attorneys and prosecutors agree a trial without jury. A part of Torres was immediately insisted that she was guilty and wanted to be sentenced immediately over her objections. Her attorney, of course, entitled to plea of not guilty by a reason of sanity. So it's been a long process, and after two years and five months since Amber Torres savagely killed, the judge came back and said, you, ma'am, be gone with you. Oh, actually, no, just get out of the car. Guilty, not guilty, by reason of sanity. So there you go, it worked for Mrs. Torres. So family had, you know, both sides had different things to say about it. One of the family's brother was two years and five months since Amber Torres traveled to kill my brother. This is, said Helen Ham. I have to accept the conclusion reached today to appreciate I will never be able to remove the images of my mind of how my brother lost his life. So she's going to move on. Han said her brother would be remembered as an incredible, wonderful, vigilant, vibrant, kind, life-affirming person who leaves behind a legacy of his two children as well as the college university, like I said. Now, Mr. Gesham's brother, Hali Salsia Garmin, I'm sorry, I can't butcher these names, was not happy with the outcome. He was very upset at the trial, saying there is no justice in this country. He said he will be, he will not call his brother American anymore, even though Gesham became a U.S. citizen because America did not serve him justice. T.C. Clinton, one of the prosecutors in the state, said he was not surprised by the judge's decision. The court ruling was directly on point. Clinton said the court found that there were three unbuted psych. Let me start again. Unbuted psychopathic opinions that she was legally insane. Psychiatrist Karen Faktuki and Mark Diamond testified that Torres was insane when she re- repeatedly stabbed both men to death. She viewed herself as a vigilant of morality, they said. She felt that she was had a mission. She believed that there were traitors, and like I said, believed that she, was, she had to do this. And the doctors all agreed to this. So th- what the judge said was, okay, guilty, not guilty for a reason of insanity. You know, t- said take her to the, the Denver Mental Institution right away. But let me tell you something else. Not not so fast. Yep, not so fast, Miss Miss Torres. You may have been found not guilty by re- re, you know insanity on these two charges of murder. But let's talk about March of 2004, not too long ago, where you were arrested in Jefferson County, which you still have a warrant for following the attack of a 20-year-old disabled man. Let's talk about that. So prior to this happened on March, she and a friend named her, her co-defendant Dale Brandon Carey. The victim was Ian the Daughtry. Actually, when I looked him up, I thought for sure being in Colorado, I thought he was one of the victims of the killdozer, the guy who vigil Annie that bulldozered his whole town down because of property zoning districts but i won't get into that if you want to hear a good you know the whole storyline about that just go to time suck he had an episode called killdozer it tells everything but i thought when i first started in you know researching this person i thought that this was him but come to find out it wasn't 
but he was a disabled person with a back injury from a car accident which left him wearing a brace on one leg using a crutch to walk and with little use of his left arm and hand. So Torres and, and Daryl Carey, 30, went to the doctor's house because they were planning on attacking him because they heard that he might have been talking some shit about him. Like teenagers do. You talk about me, well, that's fine. I got something for you. So they were friends, Darcy, based upon, like I said, something she believed he had said at Daughtry. So at the house, they first went in there. She started rubbing his shoulders and neck and just, you know, being really nice to him. But then began her assault by trying to break his neck. Carrie held Daughtry while Torres severely punched him and beat him in the face and head. Then they tied him, tied his, well, I'm so tongue-tied today. Then they tied his feet and arms, hands together, covered his mouth with duct tape. Torres poured alcohol over, all over his body, tend to light him on fire. But these two idiots could not find uh, matches. Matches, lighter, or nothing. So they end up leaving and just, you know, robbing him of a bunch of stuff. Pulled the telephone line out and left. But, of course, after when they found his body, he quickly told him that he did that so there you go that that was still around she might have not been she was found not guilty by reason of sanity but guess what as soon as she got comfortable in her, her mental institution think she was going to be there for a short time this thing popped his ugly face in they're like no 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 this this is not gonna happen so on june 3rd 2018 torres pled guilty to second degree assault a class four felony and a crime of violence she was like I said, she was been in custody at the Colorado Mental Health Institution since she was found in Alcaldi by reason of sanity in the Denver cases in 2004. There she was transferred to the custody of the Colorado Department of Corrections where she was sentenced to you, ma'am, be gone with you from this mental institution and 10 years. Case dismissed, be gone with you. And But the co-defendant, Dale Brandon Carey, 30, pled guilty to third-degree assault at risk... At, at risk adult theft and false imprisonment on February 9, 2005. He was sentenced to five years in prison. So actually since it was 2008 and that was two, you know, they're both already out of jail. I'll try to look up uh, Ms. Torres and so she shows so she, she's in Pueblo. So I don't know if they, after getting out of jail, she returned to the mental institution or she just lives there. Of course, I couldn't find nothing on Carrie. But I did find something on, because when I was looking for Ian Daughtry, see who he was, I did find Obichi for him. Sadly, he passed away four years after this this all happened. So I don't know if it was post-traumatic stress disorder. Really didn't see. I couldn't find nothing how he died, but really none of my business. That's, his, that's him. But he had passed away four years ago, four years after this happened. So this happened in 2004, so 2008, died of a young age of 24 so sad to hear that so there's the case right there denver colorado and the story of amber torres and the girl who thought she was a assassin assassin for the government and if you enjoyed the show you can do what these individuals did they went to apple itunes and left a review and i've been haven't been saying these names. Well, let's do this while I'm thinking about it. One review that was left to me was by a lovely Tara Saraban from a host of Bloody Murder from the Land Down Under. Her and Barney do an amazing show about little 
about crimes that happen around the world in Australia. I do a little segment called, you know, True Crime Nerd Time, which I'm still trying to get on. That's my message. Come on, Tara. Where am I? <laughs> JK, JK. And also, like oh, I said, Barney's part of it. And also, Ozzy Ass, which is a very funny show. You should give it a try. She left me a wonderful review. Also, Full Metal Jackalope, which my wife, Desra. This guy sounds like he has marbles in his mouth. God love her. Also, Zombie Damsel left me a five-star review. And, of course, I left myself a star. For, and lastly, G. Here's this says by G D. T H F I J H D R U. I don't know. That was. These are all five star reviews. Now I only have, as of now, I only have ten reviews, which is nine five stars and one be a three star review. Probably won't change nothing, because they didn't rate. But that's fine. I'm happy. I'm building it up. At least overall average, I have a five star. There you go. So you can do that, or you can actually review me on anything you want me to do. Any, any kind of platform, whatever you can review, rate me on, go ahead and do that. And if you want to check me out on social media, you can join my group, uh, Truck Stop Murder and True Crime Podcast on Facebook or, or Instagram, Truck Stop Murder. On Twitter, I'm at Truck Murder. Or if you want just me, Twitter at Gary051101, Instagram, Gary.Howard5, Facebook, of course, my name. If you want to reach out through me through email, it's truckstopmurder at gmail.com. And I have a PayPal and Patreon, which I'm super excited about. Just started up. So if you like what I, wanted, what I did, you want to throw me a little extra, you know, few bucks through Patreon. There's different levels from, I just now got stickers, so I'm going to try to start sending out stickers through every level. Everything from a dollar to ten dollars. So you go ten dollars, you can actually request episode and i'm thinking about putting on a 50 dollar or 20 no not 50 i think i'm i don't even know my own patreons but the upper one i think and actually maybe if you a 50 dollar one maybe you'd be on my episode maybe you'd be on the show so if you could do that that'd be very grateful that's with the patreon or if you don't want to do no patreon at all you just want to send me some money you can also do it through paypal at truckstopmurder at gmail.com and like I said, I'll do all these links in my thing. And if you like that, thank you. And can't wait to see where the road leads me next time. Which I do believe, like I said, I think, let me look. I, I actually got notes, a little tab of everywhere I went to. Next week, well, when I, I'm hoping next week, we'll see a very interesting case from Wings Over America from Avoco, Iowa. I cannot wait. Hopefully, I can start doing this thing every week. But like I said, I'm going to start. What is that? I just hit my boom arm, which I need another boom arm. So if you can help me get equipment right now, I have a very generic setup. But it'll grow. And like I said in the one episode before, this is a, I'm solely doing this all myself. Don't really have time to edit and stuff like that. So it's a one-time take. And you get what you get. If you don't like it, you can get, I guess. And as always, I always leave off with, you can't fix stupid, but you sure numb it with a 2x4. Sergeant Awesome, out.